Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This week on The Real Guy Podcast, Captain Norm gives his top 10 tips to go to the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. Whether you're an experienced boat show goer or the novice, this is an episode you've got to listen to. Only this week on The Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Well, you, think, you think Facebook's a bunch of commies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Commies are socialists. Dude, did you see the propaganda they put out on the uh, on the Fort Lauderdale magazine put out on the Tarpon River? Fort Lauderdale magazine did an article on the Tarpon River saying how uh, it was cleaned up and they was quoting uh, Ben Sorensen. Really? Yes. Fort Lauderdale magazine. And I'm wondering whether or not that rag uh, has an ability to either redact it or uh you know can we write a letter to the editor i mean there's just it's just pure propaganda you have the name of the author and all that i don't know it's in fort lauderdale mag we're gonna find out we're gonna call that son bitch out yeah bill demler bill demler's got uh posted the article on fort lauderdale sandbar see this is this is the issue with whether it's small local yeah or giant federal. Yeah. The media and the government are jerking each other off all the time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, <clears throat> total, like you said, propaganda. The local news, mm-hmm. the newspaper, mm-hmm. Four Letter Magazine. I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know, but I want to find out. Um, I want to find out if there is city dollars. That goes to support the Fort Lauderdale magazine. I'm pretty sure there is because they also fund the uh, Riverwalk rag that they put out. <laughs> so so you, you cannot get any more. So you can't. I mean, it's basically it's it's uh, it, it's state run media. It's well, this would be I, but, city run media. Yeah. Well, I I understand that, but I'm trying to. Then we got state. You know. Then but what I'm saying, but what I'm trying to suggest is that I think that there might be a slant towards. The city, because I, I I don't know this for sure, so I'm I'm only I'm only asking the question at this point whether or not Fort Lauderdale Magazine has um, city funding. I have to do due diligence on this. Got to do the due diligence on this exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it's pure propaganda, and Ben Sorensen is being quoted in the thing. Ben Sorensen, ex commissioner, failed, failed congressional candidate, got his ass smoked. Gets to talk in the Fort Lauderdale. Gets to talk. Well, he's magazine. vice mayor. He's vice mayor. Okay, and uh, his for his congressional bid, he hired Jackie Scott to run his uh, to run his uh, campaign financing his to be his treasurer, and now he's facing federal fines <laughs> because of lack of reporting, and then he turns around and he endorses Jackie Scott for District Four. 
Okay, so all Ben's trying to do here is pass the pass the torch of corruption onto Jackie Scott. Okay, and so she's she's slated right now to be the next commissioner for District Four, unless the voters uh, decide otherwise. Unless the voters step up and, and get smart and, and ask who's running, who's running on, on water. water. Who's right. running on water? Exactly. The um. All right, so answer me this. Answer me this. Mm-hmm. The um, you saw that sewage spill that happened over the weekend on Twentieth Street. On Twentieth Street. Yeah. All right, so uh, a customer of mine who lives two blocks from there mm-hmm. witnessed it and, fi- mm-hmm. and you know got it on his phone, sent it to me, and of course I posted it so everybody knows. Right. Did you know that on Twitter that there's this huge argument whether or not that was true or not because the city. Has no record of it and did not document this. Then it must not have happened. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but but see, but that's that's how all this Fort Lauderdale magazine and all this fake media works. So now yeah. it puts the doubt in people's mind. <coughs> so you have a constituent, a voter in that district who sees the sewage spill, who proceeds to video it and show it to everybody, and then there's a argument. Whether or not it's true, because the city had no record of it. Yeah. Well, of course they had no record of or, it. Or, or conversely, if they do have record of it, then it must be true, regardless as to whether or not it's accurate. And, and, in the case of Tarpon River. And this is how that this is how that that shit works. The media divides people mm-hmm. on purpose, well, of course, so nothing gets done. Yeah. So, our our listeners. Bear with us for another two weeks, please. Yeah, that's really all it is. It, we got a, We got an election. We don't really talk about politics. We talk about water. Issues. No, we talk about issues. It's not... It, it, it becomes political in nature, but it's, but it's because these issues are important to us. Well, the, specifically, the water. Absolutely. I mean, really, I really, you know... Have a lot of other things to worry about. Yeah. Rather than the water, like right behind water would be water taxis, and then I could just take it right. Down. Oh, they're hiring right now. Oh, don't get me started. They're they're hiring. It's like the IRS. Yeah. They're gonna do like eighty-seven thousand new water taxi they're, captains they spread are, across the they coast. They are hiring. <laughs> <laughs> so there's gonna be a new crop, and this happens right before the boat show every year. Okay, uh, and and they uh, they hire a new crop. They've been training a bunch of guys. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, here it comes. Well, don't think I'm rude, Norm. And don't think I'm inconsiderate because usually this time of year, I would, I would say to you, happy boat show. Mm -hmm. But I kind of quit doing that the last three or four years because it's not that happy. It's, it's, well, you know, I guess for for me, I, 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 I can't, I had a friend of mine that asked me, um, if, I would go to the boat show with her this year. A girlfriend. Uh, uh, okay. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I have not been to the boat show in many years. And quite frankly, I, I'm, I'm really torn on this one. Okay. Uh, and I just don't, I don't know whether or not I want to go. Well, that's, that's normal. That's normal because it's, it's a commitment. Well, it's not just a commitment, but I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like you got to put it all on. It's kind of like going boating on Saturdays and Sundays. You got to get your mind around it. You got to absorb the, you you have to, you have to gear up for it. Uh, It's a mental commitment. 
Well, this, this is my take on the boat show, okay? Every time the boat show comes, <clears throat> I personally mm-hmm. have to vacate the 954 and go to the 305 just right. so I can get my trips done. Sure. So, therefore, a fungal the boat show. No. Secondly, is I really, it really bothers me how bad they destroy the intercoastal and for how long when they do the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Like, only the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show is allowed to totally disrupt, totally pollute, totally just crush the whole intercoastal for a matter of eight weeks. That's, that's, call it 20% of the year. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, you know, here's the problem with the boat. Here's another problem with the boat. We're going to bitch a little bit about the boat show, but then what we're going to do is we're going to, I've got a little, boat show prep here boat show prep okay uh and and we're gonna just kind of talk a little bit about how to go to the boat show if you're gonna go to the boat show boat show tips okay but well yeah yes boat show tips okay okay, okay. so so that's that that you could, could you could construe it that way so but here's the thing okay. and and it happens every year the boat show happens every year. We know that the boat show is coming, and we know that the boat show prep starts in September. We do, and it goes, and it, and it pretty much ends uh, somewhere around the third week in November, in, in terms of the impact to the city. Correct. Okay, so we know that it's really a two and a half month uh, commitment disruption. Uh, disruption. That's the that's the correct terminology. And why is it that every year? You invariably see guys that are looking for dockage during the boat show. You know that the boat show is coming. Why do you wait till the last minute to look for boat dockage in Fort Lauderdale? Are you specifically talking about all the people that get kicked out of Bahia Bar? No, I'm talking about. I mean, are those you talking people, about your guy traveling coming the, in? The people that the people that are uh, at BMR that are getting kicked out know that they're getting kicked out. They know this well ahead of time. Okay, it's probably even in their contract. So those aren't the guys I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guys that are deciding their owners, especially captains, their owners decide, oh, I want to go to Fort Lauderdale in October. Can you find me some dockage two weeks ahead of the boat show? No. Right. Okay, there is no dockage. And, and what a great time a month to find dockage would be July and August coming up to the boat show when there's... Ample amount. Exactly. I feel you. Don. Exactly. I feel okay. you. Okay. I mean, there's a there's a boat show in Miami. And last year, the owners of my company that I work for, these guys all of a sudden dropped it in my lap in the last minute to find dockage for our boats uh, in Miami. So this year, I mean, the boat show is what, in February, I think it is? February yeah. in in Miami. Yeah, all right. Valentine's Day. Always. I'm going to start. I'm going to start looking. I've already actually got some contacts uh, for dockage now, and I'm going to start calling these guys. You're going to broker the dockage. Okay, a little I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to work this. I'm going to work this, and I'm going to try and you know because we got horrible dockage last year. I mean, it was terrible. So I don't I don't want that to happen to us again. Gotcha. So that's what guys. If you know the boat show's coming. And I guess this is the first boat show tip. If you know the boat show is coming, don't wait till two weeks out to look for dockage. This is the worst time to deliver a boat to Fort Lauderdale. If you don't have to come here, don't come here in October. That's dumb. <laughs> 
Okay. It's just dumb. It's pretty dumb. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, and why are you coming here? Do you think you're going to get service? You think you're going to get uh, a, 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 any any service at a boatyard in October in Fort Lauderdale? Forget about it. Let me ask you Forget this. about it. Let me, let me ask you this, because this is kind of a thorn in my ass. Not like I don't have enough thorns in my ass already, but this is kind of like a thorn in my ass. Like years ago, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of thought the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show was more of a cultural thing for Fort Lauderdale and stuff. It is. Uh, no, yeah, it, no is. it was. When, when Kay Pearson, a local, owned it, started it, grew it, and it felt, and the boat builders were down here and stuff, and it felt kind of like part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. The last three or four years. No. Corporate owned. Corporate owned, corporate it's, it's sponsors. A, it's a water taxi it's, yep. fest, right? <laughs> well, it's always been a water taxi. No, th- fest. no. Now it's a water taxi fest. <laughs> I mean, it's it, just unbelievable. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't feel like it's not a community. It's, it's not, not community it's, owned anymore. It's not our. It's not show. our. Com- it's no. not our as a city's boat mm-hmm. show anymore. It's total invasion of the nerds. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's invasion of the Europeans. Okay. And you got you know. I mean, how many how many how many local brokers are there at the boat show? There's know. a task for you guys out there. If you're going to the boat show this year, see if you can find anybody who's a broker that doesn't have a European accent. Right, and if you like, if you're into like buying American, which I'm into buying American. Well, you don't go to the boat show for that. Well, if you're going to buy American at the have- boat show, find an American broker and buy through him. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that be buying American? It would be. It's a big part of the income. It it's a big yeah. part of the city. Yeah. Buy American. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Having having said that, we may as well just segue right into it. Okay. Um, I've got some boat show tips. Okay. And and the reason, you know, this these tips, I didn't just think of these overnight. Uh, I've got a long history of, uh, the, you know, the boat show has, has impacted my life in a great way. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but the reason that my family even came to Fort Lauderdale is because of the Annapolis Boat Show. My father loaded up, my my sister and my mother and I, and we loaded up in the car. We were living just outside of Annapolis in 1977, and we loaded up and we went down to the Annapolis Boat Show. And the very first yacht that we got to walk on board was a 37-foot Hatteras Sportfish Convertible. Nice, and we fell in love with it. Who did? And and we we fell in love with it, and and that is to say, me and my sister made fools of ourselves about how cool this boat was, and guess what? Dad ends up buying, and it was a it was a Hatteras of Lauderdale, uh, Hatteras of Lauderdale booth at the Annapolis Boat Show, and that's how we found Fort Lauderdale. Right. Hatteras okay. of Lauderdale was the number one Hatteras um, dealership for the longest time yes. until all the shit hit the fan. Right. And Dad ended up being uh, becoming very good friends with uh, Harrison M. Hutchings, Hutch Hutchings. Hutch. And uh, Hutch was a great guy. Actually, Dad, uh, we ended up buying Hutch's house on Nermy Drive. That's how we got to uh, live on Nermy Drive. Uh, and explain had, who Hutch was. Hutch, well, Hutch was the uh, the president of Hatteras of Lauderdale. Right, he's the guy and who ran the show. He ran the show, and he put on he and and uh, Jim Schaefer put on the the, the uh, Bertram Hatteras shootout. I mean, he was a he was a mogul in the uh, in the sport fishing business. Okay, uh, just a great guy, super super great guy. 
Anyway, so uh, you know, the boat show, you know, has has a lot of meaning to my family because if it wasn't for the boat show, I don't know. I mean, I might have been farming in Silver Springs, Maryland. So you think the boat show landed you guys here? Oh, I know it did. Absolutely, completely responsible for it. And that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, it improved our lives. Right. But having said that, my father got taken to the cleaners, (laughs) not by Hutch. Okay. Okay. But by the experience of it. Well, okay. that's, that's part of the experience, I think. <laughs> and I've got some I've got some tips here that might just help you guys out there if you're going to go to the boat show. Do you know how many tips you have? I've got ten. Norms, top ten boat show tips. Right. Only on the Real Guy Podcast. This is it right here. Okay. <laughs> this this these tips could possibly save you hundreds of thousands of dollars that could possibly uh improve your life or make them 10 times worse one or the other right uh, and it's up to you as to whether or not you take these tips to heart now did you prioritize these like from worst not to really. best no, right, these not really. general be- tips because because what my priority might be might be somebody else's might not be somebody else's priority right, okay right. but they're all geared around one thing and that is, is to make you if you go to the boat show you should go with this in mind and that is is to look like you've been here before okay okay all right look like you've been here before and these are my top 10 tips for how to possibly do that so that people are not repulsed by you and you don't get taken to the cleaners very good all right okay okay so there's a slant on this okay all right uh first of all don't bring your own food to the boat show Good tip. All right. Don't bring your own food to the boat show. If you're loading up and you're going to the boat show, don't bring a cooler of food with you. It makes you look cheap and nobody's going to take you seriously. You know, you, when you go to the boat show, you know you're going to have to spend how much for an arepa or a hot dog? Yeah, 15. 15, 20 bucks. Okay. You add a flat stale beer in there. 10. Okay. Exactly. So you're going to be $25 into it just to eat a snack. Right. All right. Okay, so you got to know that, right, Jeff? So there's, there's so don't bring your own food. You just you just don't look the part. Before you get on number two, go ahead. I, I wrote this down. I was going to bring it up later, but since that was the first one you brought up, uh-huh. do you know Busaka goes to the boat show to eat? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't lay on Busaka for that. Well, I, dude, where it, else are you going to get a Reapers this time of the year? For fifteen bucks. For fifteen bucks. He goes, totally worth it. I think he goes and he gets fried conch. Oh, well, okay. I wouldn't go to the boat show for fried conch. Well, I think that's what he gets. But, like, he gets fired up to go to yeah. the boat show for the, uh, what do they call it? The food. Uh, the food court. Food court. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I, see, I, I wasn't feeling that. But now that I hear it from you, you I guess it's not that I bad. I used to go there. I used to go. Uh, I used to make it a point. Oh, what did I just do here? I used to. Dude. You, I don't know. I think we, I worked the boat show for 30 years or better. Yeah. I would never eat fried conch at the boat show. No. Because the last place you want to go take a dump is at the boat show. No, you don't. You, you want to try not to if you can help it. <laughs> Dude, that is. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, if you've got an incontinence issue or something right. like that. So, and that's why I'm saying I'm not I'm not going for a fried conch or anything like that at the boat show. I'm going to keep it, you know, simple, keep well, it tight. Well, if you can zip it up, I mean, you th- then then by all means. I mean, let me tell you something. I used to love going to the food court uh because the uh the Budweiser girls were right around the corner and that was always worth a visit. They are <laughs> and always will be, I think. Yeah, always will be. Now, do you think you think Busaga's like perfectly okay with taking a dump at the boat show? He could be, but you know what? Knowing Busaka, I think he might just hold it back until. You'd have to ask him. I, I mean, I yeah, I gotta write that down. I can't so I don't comment. Pre- I can't comment on whether or not Busaka's. Uh, you know. Hold oh, by it the back. way, I didn't even wish you happy uh, Italian Heritage Month. Yeah, we. Yeah, you did on the last podcast. We talked about it, but I didn't upload that yet. Yes, you did. Anyway, happy Italian American Thank Month. Because <laughs> we're still going strong over here. We're still going strong over here. All right, so don't bring your food to the don't bring your don't food, bring to, your the food to the boat show. Okay, when you go when you walk into the boat show, show that at least you are at least show at least that you have some balls when you go to the boat show. And how do you do that? Okay, I'm going to tell you how. If you're if you're one of these modern fathers that wears a kangaroo pouch and carries your kid around everywhere you go, okay, and the kid is on your chest right. and you're the dad, right? Okay, don't do that at the boat show. Hand that off to your wife. If you've got the kid, hand that off to your wife. You if if you walk up to a yacht broker and you've got a kangaroo pouch with a kid in it, right? That's the end. You're 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 toast. You're not going to get the attention you need. You might not even get on the boat. I pr- yeah, okay. okay. I can see that. You're not going to get the attention you need because that broker is going to look at you and realize that she calls the shots. Ah. Okay? She calls the shots. You don't call the shots. You if you are wearing a kangaroo pouch, you're toast at the boat show. Hmm. All right? Maybe that's why everybody with a kangaroo pouch used to hang out by the ocean booth. So their wives could pick out their boat. Well, that's because ocean yachts was geared towards if you're all right, it's one thing. If you're going if you're gonna go look at an ocean yacht, I don't even know that there are any ocean yachts in the boat show. It's probably brokerage boats if there's any at all that are still floating. That's gonna piss off our northeastern guys. Jersey. Jersey guys. But at any rate, you know, it used to be that 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 the uh, the ocean yachts when they first came out, they were they had these beautiful interiors, and they were geared towards the women, and they sold a hell of a lot of boats that way. Right. Oh, and 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 you know, I mean, I get it, but don't, don't walk up to don't walk up to you know, don't walk up to Jarrett Bay or Winter Custom Yachts wearing your kid on your chest. Okay, that's good advice. They're not going to talk to you. Good advice. All right. Okay. Look like you got some balls. Don't eat. Don't do the kid thing. Don't do the kid thing. Don't wear open-toed shoes. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. 
guys that are wearing slaps at the boat show, they pay. They, they you're gonna, you're just gonna get taken to the cleaners. And if you are one of these guys that as you you decide you're gonna wear your open toed shoes at the boat show, and you've got that, you know, you've got that, uh, you got the knee high socks uh, shade. Okay. All right. Guy, like you've been wearing a suit. The guy that's been wearing the banker dude. The banker dude that shows up at the boat that show. Shows up at the boat show and he's got his open-toed shoes and he's got the shade. Right. Don't do that. You're gonna get taken to the cleaners. Average price on the flip flops that those guys wear, or sandal or whatever the heck they got. Sixty bucks. Oh, dude, I'm thinking like one eighty. <laughs> I'm thinking they're sporting the they're sporting the oh, piss. they're Birkenstocks. They're sporting the piss out of their best open face shoe <laughs> at the boat show. You That's could what be I'm right. thinking. And then you're gonna get beer and some sort of schlop in between your toes and all that. Oh, it's gross. It's nasty. Nobody wants to see that. And you're gonna do a lot of walking. Yeah. I would wear New Balance. You yeah. know, my personal preference. You know, the something plantar yeah, fasciitis something proof. You yeah, know that you're going to be. And ladies, I don't care if you're a gold digger or you're somebody's wife or girlfriend or whatever. Don't wear heels of any kind to the boat show. Right. And if you do have to wear heels to look good, take them off. Play it off and do something else for the day. Tell them you're sick, your back's hurting, <laughs> anything. <laughs> But yeah, now the heels at the boat show. I used, I, mean, I used to feel so bad for these these women, you know what I mean? Oh, I did. And then, then 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 Marsha Beerman would show up, and she'd be sporting the piss out of her running Some shoes, sneakers. yeah, because she knew better. Yeah, experienced boat Marcia. show goer. Marsha, whatever happened to Marsha? Um, Lenny died. I know the other Lenny day, passed away, and I think Marsha's doing okay. Yeah, but anyway, uh, she's not pimping anything anymore. I think she gave up fishing. Oh, dude, she's getting up there, you know. It's a time to sit back and watch other people fish. Right, exactly. Okay, so. Number three. Number three. Don't act like people are supposed to know you. Right. That's, dude, it's. Name, it's the worst. Name dropping. Name dropping. Don't act and, like people and, are supposed to know you or that you are supposed to know somebody else. Right. For everybody, <coughs> there's no totem pole. Okay. It's okay if somebody doesn't think you're at the top of the totem pole. As a matter of fact, if you go in friggin' modest like that, you're probably way better off. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll, I'll put it another way. I get a guy who is, I don't know, some... He works on a yacht, and he's an engineer on some yacht. And I'm doing a I'm doing a job in Port Everglades, and the guy walks up to me, and he says, uh, "Take me over to the boat." Like not even, "Hey, how are you? I'm so and so." And I looked at him and I said, "Who are you?" And he looked at me like I had three eyeballs. I said, "No, just because you work on a boat doesn't mean." I know who you are. So don't act like that. And this this tip actually goes for anybody who goes to the boat show. Okay. Whether you are working at the boat show, especially if you are working at the boat show, if you are a crew member who's working on a boat at the boat show, don't act like people are supposed to know you simply because you work on boats or you're a broker. Right. Okay. You are one of the many. And let's just get it straight. And this this apply I've said this before on other podcasts, boat show podcasts, okay? 
if you are a crew member, keep your head down and your mouth shut right. because everybody else in town is looking for your job right now. Right. You are not more you are you are vulnerable. Your job, your position, you're vulnerable. And and to further that point, being humble at the boat show goes a long way. Absolutely. Because so few people act that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, there's a there's there's so many douchebags that think that everybody should know them. The 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 guy that kills me the most is the guy that's name dropping loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so everybody can hear yeah. all the names that he's dropping. Yeah. Which means he knows none of them. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, credentials. We've talked about credentials. But you know what we've never really touched on? What's that? Credentials are fake IDs. Elaborate. They're fake IDs. Anybody, if you if you actually do know somebody in the broker, in the show, they can get you credentials. Right. And there's lots of people that hand out credentials to people who aren't that person. That person. Right. It happens all the time. Credentials are fake IDs. And it happens all the time. I used to get credentials, but I was somebody else. No, I would always have a half a dozen extra credentials at the at the booth. Yep. Guy would text me, or back then, you know, could have been yeah. beeped me or whatever. Yeah. And I would take the credentials out. Sometimes it'd be my sisters if it was a girl or whatever, mm-hmm. or my brothers if it was a buddy or whatever. But you're right, fake identifications going on at, yeah. the, at the boat show. Yep, absolutely. So what about what about these fools that are sporting the credential, sporting the badge? If you if you are sporting the piss out of your credentials, you better be that person. If you're not, be humble. I don't know. It always bothered me when we'd be out to dinner after the boat show or whatever. Are you still in the boat show or are you like at no, Southport? We're, we're, out a, we're out and about Southport or not, whatever, sitting down for some place. You should not nice. be wearing your credentials. Right. You take the credential take, off. Yeah. You put that in your suitcase. No. Right. That'd be like a nurse wearing her dirty um, work clothes out to dinner. Yeah. Well, maybe a little grosser. But anyway, you don't sport the piss. You don't out. sport the piss out of your credentials. Yeah. And people, why do people sport do that? Because they want to act like they're important. Because they think the boat show is like... It's a way to garner attention to themselves. Okay. And with that in mind... That in mind? Don't... This is another tip. Don't take selfies at the boat show. No selfies? No selfies. Never take a selfie at the boat show. What the shit? Okay, and I'll tell you why. It's real simple. It makes you look like you're a loner. How pathetic do you have to be to take a selfie... At the boat show. Here I am. I'm on this boat. Selfie. Oh, no. Oh, Norm, you're being a party pooper. Uh-uh. It makes you look like a loner. It makes you look like nobody else is with you. All right. Let me let me give you a scenario. Go ahead. Right. Friggin' uh, a potato farmer from Idaho. Yeah. Had a big year. Yeah. All right. And he's coming in. He's going to buy a 100-footer. He's going to have people with him. Does that pertain to him? Yes. If he takes a selfie? 100%. Okay. 100%. And you know why? Because that guy who's got that... First of all, if you really want to look like you belong at the boat show, come in with a posse. That's my next tip. Come in with a posse. Like LeBron. Come in with people. Bring your peeps with you. Don't go to the boat show alone. Okay. If you got to go to 
to the boat show, bring a posse with you. Bring some back. Okay, bring some back. Look like you're supposed to be there. Look like you have a reason to be there, and the people are supporting you. Okay. Okay? Hire somebody to bring you uh, to be a photographer and take pictures of you getting on and off these boats. Because that's... That's what what Grim does. I'm telling you. (laughs) All right? I know this. I've seen him. All right, that's but that's what you do. Bring a film crew. I don't care. But bring a posse. But bring a posse. Bring at least you got to have at least one camera guy. Okay. That way, somebody's going to take you seriously. And you know what? Everybody else around the boat show is going to look at you, whether you're credentialed or not. Everybody else is going to look at you. And go, oh wow, who is that? I don't know. Now I used to really bring a photographer with me. Yeah. It, in, in the audience that hasn't seen the old boat show vids that we did in the past i mean these things are old they're 15 16 17 years old yeah but they're on youtube and it's back in the day when we used to work the boat shows and we were there and i would bring lamont as the camera guy and the rest of my posse and i'd roll at the boat show absolutely look like you've been there before and look like you're supposed to be there and you have a reason to be there and, and we, people will take you seriously. And we used to tell them we were going to do YouTube, and they'd look at me like I had three heads. YouTube, they didn't even know what the hell it was. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Good advice. Bring right. a posse. Always always bring a posse with you. Don't take selfies. You take selfies, it means that you're a loner, and nobody ha- and you don't have any friends, okay. and you suck. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> this way, you either love or hate Norm. This is it. All right. <laughs> don't ask how much something costs. That go like all the way down to the food court? Yes. Okay. Don't ask how much somebody costs. Let them tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if it and because if you're if you're walking around and you're asking how much something costs everywhere you go, it just screams to the world that you can't afford it. You don't ever ask how much something costs at a boat show. That's what all that murmuring is about at a boat show. Yeah, how much do you think that costs? Right. A lot of murmuring. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I okay. feel you. I feel All you. right. Don't even ask how much the beer is. You know it's going to be expensive. Don't ask. And don't balk at it when they tell you that beer is $10. $10 for a beer? Oh, you must be here to build, buy a multi-million dollar yacht, aren't you, sir? Murmur, murmur, murmur. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fools. Go ahead, Norm. Norm is on a roll. Okay. Don't walk around with free stuff. Don't be that person that walks around with the bag and the free stuff. And the 100 million brochures. And 100 million brochures. Don't be that person. If you've got people with you, if you've got a posse with you, assign somebody to get the free stuff. (laughs) Okay. All right? If your wife or your girlfriend is with you, that's the person that handles the free stuff. Don't you handle the free stuff. Look like you've been there before. And you don't need the free stuff. All right, it's kind of like the, the captain doesn't go down and fix the bilge while they're underway. You got somebody to do that for you. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, But I mean, look like you've been there before and that you've got some balls and that you're not wearing the kid on your chest and you're not carrying around the free stuff. Okay. All right, it's a whole... It's, it's, it's a whole presentation that you have to put on in order to go to the boat show. Right. Okay? 
Okay, I'll buy into that. No you got f- it? Yeah, no, because that always bothered the piss out of me. A guy would come up to me while I'd be working the boat show, and he'd say, do you have a brochure? And a salt shaker brochure was, like, super high-end. Oh, yeah. So Glossy. As you're handing the colors. guy the brochure, he doesn't even look at it and then sticks it in with all the other ones. And you know he's never going to call you. And you just want to, like, backhand him. Like, as he does that, you just, like, it, it's like a natural instinct for you to try to, like, go after him, like, with a backhand. Does anybody even hand out brochures anymore? I do. I haven't been to a boat show in eight years. I, I, I don't remember the last one that I was at. I know it was while my father was still alive, and it might have even been while he still owned Water Taxi. So that's going back, like, oh, wow, maybe 2007? Whoa. Yeah, something like that. It's been a very long time. Well, I used to, I mean, I used to, I used to like the boat show because I would see some cool people there. Yeah. And, you know, you work the booth and you'd see your old customers and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of liked it. But the wife always hated it. And I'll tell you why. Because the boat show in Fort Lauderdale falls on Halloween. Mm. Really put a damper on her party. Mm-hmm. The second boat show, which would be Miami, that would affect her, falls on Valentine's Day. Okay. So for 30-something years, as I'm hanging out with my old lady, we forfeit those two. Yeah, yeah. Because we were doing those long hours at the boat. So she's, yeah. so she's always had a bad taste in her mouth. Yeah, no, about I the get whole you. Thing. Anyway, I get, I get you. Moving along. The last one that I have, really, and it's, like I said, this is in no particular order. Don't go to the boat show with open sores. I'm just saying. You're in public with people. All right? If you're rolling in there, especially if you've got a girl with you, okay, because they're going to think she's crowded up too. No matter how good she looks, it's not going to matter. You're going to look bad for everybody else around you. Is there like a? All right. Do you want? I mean, do you want to go to the food court? Do you even want to be in the food court? Do you, if you're in the food court and you're ordering and you're busaka and you're ordering your conch and your rice, do you want to see somebody with open sores? In the food court? No, you don't. Is there like a, a a big number of people with open sores that go to the boat show? I'm just saying, if you, if you, I mean, there's, you know, since COVID and everything, everybody's immune system is all fagawed and, you know, you could be crudded up with something. Just don't go to the boat show crudded up. Okay. Okay. That's, it's that simple. If you're unhealthy, don't go to the boat show. <laughs> okay, I, no, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. Nobody wants to see that. I got that. All right, nobody would, wants to see you coughing and, and oozing all over the oh, tables. Dude. All right, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> all right. I know you're going to edit that one out. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to leave it right in there. <laughs> Warts and all. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> dude? So, are you going to? Uh, I don't know, kind of like Ricky the River Tart. Are you going to sell these top ten tips to boat show goers? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'll put them in the show notes. They have to come to us. I mean, they, if if you if you're not tuning in to the Real Guy Network at this time every year, of all the times throughout the year, you should be at least checking in for your boat show tips every year on the Real Guy podcast. Well, this would be, I think, the, like the fifth or sixth boat show that we've uh, had an episode on. Because mm-hmm. we, we'll do one on Miami again also. We didn't do one on Miami last year. Yeah. 
I get busy during Miami Boat Show. I'm working like every freaking day. There was a reason why we didn't do Miami. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was, but there was a reason for Oh, I remember. We felt like it didn't really speak to our audience. It's probably a good reason. Do you, let's talk about the water taxis in the boat show before uh-huh. we end the episode. Yeah. Do the water taxi captains feel more entitled before and after the boat show than they do the rest of the year? Because I'm feeling, I'm, like, definitely they're more aggressive. They feel like every stop that they have is theirs. Is theirs. They own the waterway. And you can't, and you can't, and you cannot be anywhere. I mean, you cannot, like, you go onto 17th Street Causeway into the into the port, you better not be in their little area. Okay? You can't be in their area. That's their area. They're entitled to that area. I'll tell you what happened to me this week. You know, as the... Water taxi captains mm-hmm. are getting more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the double and triple decker boats that only have 10 people on them yeah. race back and forth. Yeah. The Coast Guard decided to stop me to do a safety stop check. Stop you. To okay. stop me to do Again, a safety check. Sure. Okay. To do a safety yeah. check. Now it was a rainy day. Did you get a gold Did you get the gold sheet? I I got and I I got the gold sheet to put my other half a dozen gold sheets. But anyway, so they're checking me. It's a rainy day. There's nobody out there. No. I'm in my glory. Yeah, yeah. And they decide to check me and as I'm fishing with my clients. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hold back. I I mean, there are a bunch of kids on the boat, but I said, Jesus Christ. I says, why in the world would you come over here to check me? I go, today, when nothing's going on except for those water taxis that can do whatever they want. As I'm, we're sitting by the 17th Street what Biz. Dude, they were looking at me like they were like, I can't believe this guy's yelling at me. And I wasn't like yelling, but I was pissed. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm not breaking any rules. I got lines in the water. I'm watching the water taxis act like a bunch of morons, Mm -hmm. breaking every rule in the book. Mm -hmm. And they decided to do a safety check. So am I not going to tell the Coast Guard what's on my mind? Their, Their timing is absolutely impeccable. And I asked, I said, I said, we'll come out here. You know, on a nice day, and everybody's breaking the law. Everybody's doing God knows what, and you guys aren't pulling over anybody. But no. today, you're pulling me over. Yeah. And I, I was, like, pretty adamant. And the older guy that was driving the boat knew where I was coming from mm-hmm. and kind of ro- rode along with it, which was a stroke of luck for me because they could have went the other way and busted my balls yeah. even worse. Yeah. But I'm just watching those water taxis feel entitled to the waterway. Do they check you for your captain's license? Never. I've had a captain's license for 20 fucking years. I've never showed anybody but my wife. I have had my license for seven. Uh, I'm, I'm going on my seventh issue. So it's 35 years. Okay, 35 years. I'm going on my seventh issue. And you want to know how many times the Coast Guard has asked me to for my captain's license? How many times? Zero. Me either. I've showed it to, I've showed it to a Marine PD unit one time. But they were checking for some other nonsense. Okay. <laughs> Number 11. For the people that have that's a it. captain's license, don't bring it and sport it at the boat show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is. That's a good one. Number 11. That's a good one. Number 11. So every time I renew my, every time I renew my captain's license, like I, the first time I got my captain's license, I was all proud. Yeah. And I was telling everybody yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, it and meant then, something back then. And then, then the second time, it's like, you know, okay, now I'm a veteran. But here I am, gonna getting ready to renew it for the fifth time, mm-hmm. and I feel like a schmuck. I feel like the biggest schmo. Why? Because why the fuck am I getting another captain's license when any jamoke that goes to the boat show can buy a boat, 
driving out of that same day and be crazy dangerous. I mean, this yep. is all about safety, Absolutely. right, Absolutely. It's all about education, education, education and rules and on the safety, water and everything, rules of the road. which apply to people like you and I that are making yep. a living, but doesn't apply to any no, of these. No, it doesn't apply to everybody equally. Look at the water taxi captain. It's a perfect example. Just saying. Okay. I feel like a schmuck every time I remove my captain's license. I don't even want to tell people about it because... I'm thinking people are advanced thinkers, which I know they're not, but, you know, in my own mind. And I'm thinking they might think I'm a schmuck for getting this thing every year. You know what, though? One time, I remember this happened one time, I got boarded by the Coast Guard running a water taxi at the boat show. During the boat show. They boarded me at the show. And they came down the bow loader, and they said, "Uh, we want to see your paperwork. And they did an inspection of the of the boat, right there during the boat show, and these boats are all just not to talk past the audience. All of these boat, all these uh, water taxis are inspected vessels. Right. Okay. So it's not like they can just go out there like these other schmucks and run around and carry passengers. They actually have to have these are inspected vessels. Right. So. Long story short. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, Log on to MidwayUSA.com. It happens very rarely, but it does happen, where the Coast Guard will board an inspected vessel. But I've been running inspected vessels in Miami for five years now for these same guys, and the closest I ever got to even being boarded was a uh, DEA boat pulled up next to me. And asked me if I was an inspected vessel. Asked me, just flat out asked me. I said, "Yeah, sure." Hmm. And then he went away. Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole, the whole thing about having a, a, a captain's license is—it's is, a slap in the face at this point. Now, any young people out there that are thinking about getting a captain's license, I'm not discouraging you. Do what you got to do to make a buck. Everybody's got to get by out there. I get it. Yeah. But after you renew that thing five times and you feel like a schmuck, you'll be like. Captain Jeff told me. Here's and, and and here's here's the worst part about that. Here's why I feel like a schmuck about having a license anymore, is because two for a couple of reasons. One, <clears throat> there's a lot of guy. I got my license so long ago that I don't even know that I could plot and 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 even do dead reckoning anymore. It's been that long. Could you do it? I don't know that I could. It's been that long. I think I could. I think I could do it. But I'd have to be under some serious pressure to make myself do it. I had to do it the last time. the The last time I actually manually plotted a course using a chart and and the pins was uh, two thousand and nine. After we got hit by lightning, and it knocked all the electronics out uh, on the crew boat that I was running, and we had to go and make a run, and I had to find a field. It was a brand new field. I had to go and find a field, so I had to plot a course to that field. Right. Okay, and that was the last time I plotted a course with a chart. 
So it was 2007, 2008, something like that. I think I could do it. I felt I was fairly good at the plotting thing. It, it's not that. It's not that hard. It's. It's just. It's one of those things where. But it is hard enough for you to be like really not want to do it, unless yeah. you really have to. Unless you really had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand that. And uh, you know. And the other thing is, you know, another reason to feel like a schmuck if you are a licensed captain is there's so many of these young kids that are not licensed, that are running bareboat charters. Or demise charters, and they don't have a license. They're not required to have a license, and they're making more money per day than I am. That's a slap in the face. That's a huge slap in the face. It really is. It's it's really annoying. Question. You know? And they're wearing man buns. A lot of man buns out man, there. Man, there's so many Dude. man bun captains. Dude, what's there's up? There's a lot of man bun captains. Pontooners, bow riders. Yeah. Man buns. Yeah. Azimuts. Azimuts. I think that's a requirement. If you if you if you are buying an at oh here all right so I mean, you're going to the boat show and you're looking at your azimuth because everybody else owns an azimuth and so why shouldn't you? So you roll in there, you get your posse. You'd better be wearing a man bun. Or they're not going to take you seriously when, when you go to buy a boat. And you'd better be and you'd better be on your on your A game because you're not supposed to show that you know anything about running that boat. I don't even think they'll sell you a boat unless you display some modicum of, I don't know, what's the word for it? Stupidity? Yeah. You, seriously. I mean, why is it that all azimuth captains are just brain dead? Like 99.9% of them are brain dead. Dude, I, the, whole, the whole second rate boat thing is beyond me. And what are we on, number 12 maybe? So... If the boat company is pushing a finance deal on you, the chances of you <laughs> buying a quality boat are slim to none. No, yeah. So if they're pushing the finance deal on you, then you know where you are in the in the hierarchy of the boats. It, or it's it, it, it's at least what they think of you as a buyer. Right. And the guys that like are seriously going to buy, uh, say, a Spencer or something cool, or even like a Grand Banks or something yeah. cool on the other end, Yeah. those dudes got their financing if they're going to finance done ahead of time so they can use it as a negotiating factor well of course and that's the that's the whole thing i mean again it all goes back to look like and yeah. act like you've been there before and you're ready to buy something if you walk into if you walk into uh to, to uh, winter custom yachts and you go up to their booth or, or their broker and you and and you ask them what do you have what are your finance options Okay, that guy's heart just sank in his chest right. because you've probably been bullshitting him for about an hour about the boat, and now he knows that you can't afford it. And all he wants to do is he wants to drive an ice pick into your throat. All right, easy. Easy, Norm. Well, well I get upset. Well, <laughs> and to wrap up this podcast, I am going to wish everybody happy boat show. That's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. It's still our community. It is the right thing to do. And the other thing I want to leave the audience with is you're going to get banged for parking. So don't make a big deal about oh, it. Yeah. Pay it. Pay it. Make the wife. Do it. Yeah. Spend the 150 bucks for a decent parking. Make the wife, you know, happy. Get her in there. Get her out. Do what you got to do. Don't be a schmuck. Right. 
It's or, about showtime. Or take an Uber and know that you're going to sit in traffic for twice as long as it would normally take you to get there, and you're going to spend twice as much to get there. Right. And, and also, do not ask a friend to drop you off at the boat show. No. That's like... Horrible. Right. That's like freaking... Especially that, by boat. That's like serving your best friend a warm beer. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming in, Captain Norm. Always a pleasure to have you on the Real Guy Podcast. Run that dog. Run that dog.